to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. You're up. Hard to sleep when that demon box keeps screaming at me. Oh, that's called an alarm clock. Sorry. Anyway, I um, brought you some clean clothes. Thank you. Okay, then. Well, um, I'll let you change. Greetings from Storybrooke. This is the land where everyone has daddy issues, and we talk about ABCs once upon a time. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing great. Okay, maybe I should probably say my name. (laughs) Okay, I'm I'm Bobby. How are you guys doing tonight? Great. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, Tony, you weren't with us last week. Uh, Why don't you uh, do tonight's rhyming summary for us? Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, today, well, tonight's uh, episode rhyming summary. So, <laughs> All right. see. Okay. Hook wants David's blessing for Emma's hand, but will Charming give him the answer he demands? Charming's father appears from the dead to let him know that he's been misled. David's quest leads to his father's killer in this season's epic thriller. Is the murder on the prowl and this week's murder most foul? Awesome rhyming summary tonight, Tony. Yes, wouldn't have been able to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't have been able to do it with everybody's help. (laughs) Teamwork. What what, what cartoon was that? Was a Dora Explorer or something? (laughs) Dora scares me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, like, no spoilers, but what did you guys think of this week's episode? I loved it. I loved it so much. So much happened. Maybe yeah. too much. I don't know. Yeah, there was, I, I liked it. <laughs> that, that's actually, I like this episode, and I think you hit the nail on the head as far as I'm concerned, Tony, is that I love when an episode has a lot going on, but I mm-hmm. don't, for my opinion anyway, didn't feel, like, overcrowded. In fact, not only did was there a lot going on, but there were things that like were omitted that unfortunately I felt were almost like, I don't know, felt like the, the episode almost felt a little out of place for me, but we'll get into that uh, on our points. Um, the first thing I really wanted to touch on about this episode is that it definitely seemed like there was like a, a fatherly theme running through the episode. Like obviously David and his father, you know, that's you know the, what the main plot of the episode was, but then there was, you know, King George, um, you know, wanting his son, not having a son, uh, Pinocchio, you know, there was that scene where Pinocchio showed his love for his father, Geppetto. Um, we even had Selena in, in like a cameo uh, returning for just a moment uh, because she was scared of Robin coming back for her kid. And uh, we even had one of my favorite scenes uh, with Rumpel, uh, even though we really didn't get to see uh, Gold or Gideon or anything like that, which is what I was saying before felt like it was omitted because like after last week, um, it was just like, 
you know, like obviously the way it ended, I thought that, you know, obviously the next thing is going to be like, what's Gideon up to and everything else. But then we just like get an episode where Gideon and Rumpel and Bell are just like totally non-existent. I agree. Definitely. 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 Uh, it just seemed like uh, just without, without their story seeming too overwhelming, I guess maybe that they're saving that for next week. Maybe, you know, More it was just, likely. uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like this is a story that I basically have been waiting for. What in the world happened to David's father? Drunk, okay, okay. So, but, else? But what I find interesting though is, like, just like I said about, I mean, it's it's probably kind of a little bit of deja vu. How you were just saying we'll probably get what I was just wanting in next week's episode. Well, last mm-hmm. week Liz was talking. Uh, what were you? Uh, <laughs> Uh, Liz, what were you talking yeah. about last week? Well, last week, okay, l- last week I had said that I had watched the first half of the season over again, just mm-hmm. to refresh my memory. And so there was a couple of thoughts that I had, and one of those thoughts from the first half of the season was David got that coin about his dad and was told that maybe his dad didn't die what he thought he did by the evil queen. Mm-hmm. So my my thought was, okay, so what happened? So I've been waiting half a season, and I talked about this last week, and, and then we found that resolution this week. So I was really happy that I don't I didn't have to wait much longer for that story to complete itself. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously it was like uh, the next week, you know, when, and we both, I believe, mentioned last week that we hadn't seen the promos for the next week. So mm-hmm. when this week first started, I uh, like the first thing I thought about was you, Liz, honestly, because we <laughs> just had that conversation, you know, about, you know, that's what you were hoping you know, would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tony, what did you have to add? It looks like you had a lot to add about uh, this just now happening that they're just now touching on, on David's father. Definitely. I mean, to me, I I guess the writers have gotten used to, you know, putting up, uh, putting things away, as I would kind of describe it, like they put, you know, they buried the hatchet about, um, about uh, David's father, you know, for a while, mm-hmm. evidently, until, until it became important, you know, but I'm just wondering why six seasons, why did it take six seasons to, to know what happened to his father, and yet we get the um, you know, we get um, Snow's parents' lineage about what happened to them a few, well, a, a few episodes into the season. Unfortunately, I feel like the answer to that probably is that they're uh, they weren't looking to tell that story. I don't. I don't think that what we saw last night was anything. Uh, you know, I don't think they had any inkling of what that story would be when they first mm-hmm. showed Charming or even the twins and everything like that. Um, yeah. I feel like at one point they just were saying that his father was a drunk. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously at the beginning of the season or towards the beginning of the season, whenever it was that they started to tease this type of uh, mystery going on. Uh, was it the season or maybe the end of last season, but it, it wasn't that far ago. Um, when they started to tease it, I know when, um, when, uh, the coin came into play, the, um, the, uh, coin from, uh, from, uh, David's, uh, father's past, um, mm-hmm. they started to do that before, before the, uh, hiatus, you know, the, uh, you know, David came outside of, 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 but, but uh, the season though. Um, it, it was, uh, the, uh, the, um, mid season finale of this season. Okay. That's what I'm asking. Okay. All right. Yeah, um, when the uh, evil queen came out and say, "Well, did he really die, or did, or, or was he really killed?" 
that oh, way yes, or yes, things yes, I like remember that. When she was trying to tear the family apart. And and again, mm-hmm. uh, kind of tangent a little bit, going off of what you just said about how you know the the writers like to just kind of forget things, uh, or I kind of may, maybe hopefully that think that we'll forget things, but like how uh, it, they were just like, oh, Gideon turned. Uh, evil queen into a crow. So, like, where where is she? What, like, what's going on with that? Mm-hmm. Where is she well, at? No, it was, just... no, she was a snake. Oh, snake. Okay, my bad. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter. Oh, snake. Yeah. She got what she deserved. <laughs> <laughs> she got just what she deserved. So, but I almost wonder if if that will even be touched upon again because now, like, I don't know. You know, we have what a handful of of episodes left now before what looks like may or may not be uh, at the very least the end of this story, but mm-hmm. maybe the end of the story altogether. It may, Ooh, but I'm sure, I'm sure we'll touch upon that a little later. Um, uh, <laughs> Liz, it looks like you were pretty excited about uh, about an incident that happened in this episode. <laughs> He's gonna propose. I'm so excited. I'm a girl. He's like this this, this is the kind of thing that really excites me. I've been loving their journey throughout Mm -hmm. all these seasons and he's gonna propose and I'm so happy. I could not express how happy I am enough. You know, I'm just like and it's a beautiful ring. Good choice, Huck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here's my question: Where did he find the time to get that ring off screen? And since when did anybody hire a pirate if they have a history with him? Is my question. <laughs> well, who says he has to? Like, he, I'm sure he has a lot of riches and everything from his travels. He doesn't need to have a job. No, that looks like he bought it. Because where else would he got the box? No, I meant he might have sold some stuff he had. Hello, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, there is there is Mr. Gold's pawn shop. He might have did that off screen. Who knows? But yeah, it is it is a very nice looking ring. Yes, and I I for one am very excited. I about uh, Captain Swan or whatever you want to call it. I'm not really into the whole ship thing, but it is uh, ever. Swan. Ever, ever since he came onto the scene, there's it's been a lot of uh, um, animosity towards him. Uh, I don't think it's really because of him or his character. It's more just because of what he represents as far as the lack of Balefire. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you can't, you know, blame Hook or Colin O'Donoghue whatever, uh, for, for, for that. Um so yeah, I, I kind of feel like that's a, a, you know, I've never been into the whole shipper wars thing, but uh, you know, I liked Hook, I liked uh, Emma and Balefire together. I liked Balefire. I have nothing against Balefire, but Sean I also Fire. okay, <laughs> but I had but but I also like Emma and Hook together. Definitely, so. they are they are they are something special, and they're different from um from um the uh, Swan Fire relationship. There, um, you know, basically. Neil was her, you know, what was her beginning, and and now Hook is her present. I mean, uh, it, you know, especially I believe it was Jane Espenson who wrote this week's episode. Speaking of Jane Espenson, who I was just going to speak of, uh, um, uh, <laughs> if you're a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you know she was obviously a big part of that series, and uh, is a big part of this series, and um, uh, the Emma and Hook relationship. Uh, regardless, okay, r- kind of reminds me a bit of the Spike and Buffy relationship 
Now, mm-hmm. the Spike and Buffy relationship is a bit tumultuous, uh, a, a bit tumultuous for other reasons that, uh, there's quite a bit of fandom, uh, of the Buffy fandom that wasn't a fan of that hookup for many reasons that I'm not going to get into right now. I uh, was like Spike. Okay, so you're a Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan then? I'm, I, I watched it somewhat. I was more of an Angel fan. Okay. And I always liked Spike. Well, I mean, basically, it, I mean, spoiler alert, if you've gotten into the, if you're not into Buffy, have you watched all of Buffy, Liz? No, but I uh, did well, watch all of Angel back in the day. Well, I'll I'll just leave it at there was a, you know, a, a part of their relationship the fans weren't such a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, like, again, I'll just leave it at that because we're not talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We're ta- trying to talk <laughs> about Once Upon a Time. Uh, of course, but I mean, it, it, it's it's great to have your insight on on, on the Buffy thing, you know, uh, series. It's not a greetings well. from Starbuck pro- podcast if if we don't get our five minutes of Buffy in <laughs> Exactly. I, I mean, feel I for- feel there is. <laughs> I feel there's a lot of Buffy influence on this show. I'll just say that. But, uh, Tony, uh, it seems that you had a little gripe, and I actually shared the gripe that you have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, so, basically, okay, I get it that that uh, Emma knows when uh, Hook is uh, telling a fib, but let's be real here. Since when in the world did Emma's superpower become so, you know, uh, you know, has has come such you know, um, of a of a of a working state. I mean, you know, she's always mentioned. Oh yeah, I have a superpower. I know when somebody's lying. Yeah, how long has it been since that but actually? See, yeah, that's, line? that's the thing. That's the thing that like when they first when they first um introduced that it did. I mean, it actually In the pilot. It actually seemed like it was a thing. Um, but then over the course of the six seasons or whatnot that we've been watching the show, I mean, she's been fooled numerous times. She's like, even like she said that line as she's being fooled. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I don't understand why they keep picking it up because Mm -hmm. at this point it's just stupid. Just, it it, it really is. It's just pointless. At this point. You might as well forget that plot point along with all the other stuff that you forgot because there's because it, it's needless to bring it up because it all you're doing is pointing out something that's that's uh, not true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know other, any other way to put it. I mean, you put it right, you know, the right way. I mean, it hasn't been it hasn't been mentioned consistently. If it was mentioned consistently that she can tell when somebody is lying, then okay, yeah, I can definitely see her saying, "Remember, I have a superpower. You're lying. What's going right, on?" Right, right. You know, if it was consistent that she was using that one liner throughout the six years, then yeah, I would have believed it. But right, for coming if- out of nowhere saying, "I have a superpower. Remember, you're lying. What's going on?" Uh, oh, yeah, superpower. And then, right. he, and, and then, just like I said, straight to her face, you know, straight to her face in that scene, he lied, you know, he was lying. <laughs> exactly. That's what made it bad. Right. Anyway, anyway. Um, so, uh, Liz, uh, it seems that you were a big fan of uh, Josh Dallas in this episode. Yeah, I really was. I thought his acting was amazing the raw emotions that he had in this episode when he was crying i was crying with him mm-hmm. it was just it was that powerful to me and i i i i've ne- i don't think 
I can't remember a particular episode that stands out where he's that emotional and, and it, it hits so close to home for him, you know, it's his father. So it's just, you know, I just, I, I just really felt for him this episode. And then I had to, you know, take a step back going, okay, this is a television show. It's not real. This is really good acting right now. <laughs> you know, like I have, I have to give him his props for that because it, it was really good acting for, in, in my opinion. No, no, I, yeah, I definitely <laughs> agree that Josh Dallas, I mean, he pretty much, you know, took up the brunt of the uh, of the work payload uh, during this episode. Uh, yeah. Maybe between him and uh, Colin O'Donohue, you know, uh, this was their episode, and I yeah. I, I really liked episode. Yeah, and I was about to say that. And we, <laughs> we've been getting little bits of that over this season, and not even just this season. Um, we've been getting hints of the two of them uh, becoming closer and closer, and uh, back in Neverland, cul- you know, culmin- culminating in what's you know happened in this episode, and it was really great to see you know them accept each other and David accept Hook, you know, for his daughter, even it's though so beautiful, yeah. Um, but. It made it even more, uh, you know. It, it hurt even more when it was shown what happened at the end. You know, yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, I mean, David, David, David's just to say, David's breakdown at the end of the episode was just, yeah, that was a beautiful. It was thing. pure. It There's, was pure. I haven't, I haven't seen him really cry like that since since season one when um when uh he was not 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 purposely. Um, you know, hurting uh, Snow at the time when they didn't know each other and, you know, how he wanted to make things right between his side piece and not <laughs> with his wife, you know? I mean, like, the last time that I actually saw him be that emotional, I mean, like, it's, it's not it's not the total last time, but the, the last the last best time that I saw him with raw emotion is when it's when he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't believe you, and I felt like I should have, and right. and it's like, well, you didn't, and she went into the car, and he just shed a tear like that, and it was like, wow, pure. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, what I, I probably the main reason I like this episode is I've always, um, not always, but uh, um, I'm a fan of like you know. Just like I said at the top of the podcast, daddy issue, um, like uh, field of dreams, um, you know, any kind of loss of a father type type situation um, kind of tugs at your heart spring heartstrings, you know, or at least it does with me anyway. It's one of it, it, it's a particular trope that uh, I can't get past. But mm-hmm. I mean, I uh, think I think Disney. It, you know, like Disney as a whole does that to pull at everybody's heartstrings. Look at me. I lost, I lost my appearance in some type of a, you know, thing that shapes me who I am. And I, and I mean, it does shape people for who they are. So definitely I also agree with that. But well, it's, it's, sorry. No, no, go ahead, please, Elizabeth. Well, I mean, in almost every Disney movie that I can think of right now, there's always a loss of at least one parent. Mm-hmm. That's a and common trope in just about any. Common- but it's a well, but it's a common Disney thread. I, I'm not saying anything. No, it definitely I'm not talking is. about outside definitely of Disney. Yeah. And I know the reason for that is because Walt Disney lost his parents, and when he lost his when his parents died, that translated into all the Disney movies that we see now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, specifically, like like you were just saying about uh, um, oh god, uh, the Walt Disney, um, like uh, movies like Bambi, 
and yeah. uh, um, you know, Frozen, uh, well, uh, Princess and a Frog. But I'm I specifically I speaking one like on. ones exactly, exactly because because I do feel that that he picked stories, um, you know, that dealt with uh, you know, dealt with loss. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, enough about loss and daddy issues and everything else. Let's move on to something else that was happening in this episode. Uh, Regina and Robin. Uh, what do you think, Tony? Think they're going to get back together? <sighs> it's a long stretch. I mean, at first, when when I first wrote this um this this point in the uh, doc, I kind of thought I, I kind of took a step back and thought that maybe this might be the simple, you know. A, a, a simple uh, solution with a kiss, maybe, maybe it's a curse, but who knows? I mean, like he's from he's from an alternate reality, and to be honest with you, um, before he became Robin Hood of of um, Robin of Loxley. Yeah, Rob. Well, well, no, he's currently Robin of Loxley, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, before like 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 before um well after you know the Robin of Loxley um um persona you know left and everything and he became into the person that he was you know still from the rich gives to the poor you know maybe may like maybe what happens between them maybe she can not change him but help him guide you know guide him and get him back to the person that he used to be but then again I mean he's from an alternate reality so really it's. It's up in the air, basically, what happens. But I really think she can. I don't know about you guys, but I think that she can. I disagree. I disagree. I think everything you need to know is in that kiss. Because I, I, I mm-hmm. you, you see Regina's facial expressions as she's kissing him. It goes from longing and mm-hmm. happiness in that kiss to, wait, this is a different kisser. Mm-hmm. Like, you mm-hmm. can see it on her face. It's not, it doesn't feel right. And she tells that to Snow later, but I mean, in that kiss, in that moment, it's not, that's not her Robin. It's not her Robin. So I don't think it's going to work out between them. What his purpose is in Storybrooke, I don't know, but I don't think it's going to work out between them. That's my opinion. Yeah, he, he, he didn't hit that crossroad yet of, you know, of leaving the Robin of Loxley um, persona away. I mean, now had he, you know, had he left that side of him away, you know, maybe that there would be a chance, but I mean, I still have hope for it, maybe, but who knows? Yeah, um, I definitely think Snow made a good point when she was, you know, saying that, you know, this isn't Robin of Loxley, or this isn't your Robin, um, you know, uh, I've been down this road before, I, you know, believe me, I know uh, when the, but that moment, or that her and James had, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, in in uh, the underworld. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Uh, my big thing is, I don't think Robin even himself knew what he came to Storybrooke for. I think that there was a little truth in what he told Regina uh, in the other realm uh, that, um, you know, he was just trying to find a better place that maybe he wasn't too happy where he was at. But at the same time, you can't just think he's going to instantly change like that. And um, as far as, okay, what was in that box? Does that does that box? Because like the they made a point to show that box. <laughs> like mm-hmm. okay, Liz has her hands raised. Yes, I call the young lady in row two. In row two. <laughs> um, okay, so when I was discussing this episode with my best friend Sandy, she thinks that it's Pandora's box. Okay. Ooh, that's a nice theory. 
But like, I guess my thing is that they they kind of lingered on the box and made a hint of a uh, uh, point of showing it, and like as if we're supposed to recognize the box or know what's in it. Um, I think the lingering is like this is important. Pay attention to it. True, mm. true. But yeah, that's what always ling- you know a lingering camera scene you know on a certain item points out to be is saying hey watch for this you know right. something's going to happen in 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 either the near future or the far future but of course if it's the far future we'll forget no obviously this is, i guess my question i ultimately was that it's not anything that we've seen before right this box it was it wasn't something that i wasn't recognizing this is actually something that they're showing for the first time am i, I am i correct yeah, yeah, I, think so, I yeah. have not seen that box okay. or anything else. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because, you know, um, you know I just wasn't sure. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I've, I've never seen this box anywhere else, you know, out, out of all the times that we visited Regina's uh, tomb. For some crib, for some reason, my uh, I kept going to uh, her father's heart, like for some reason thinking mm-hmm. her father's heart was in it. But uh, that would have been used up in the curse for Storybrooke, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, from when you make the curse, you just dump the heart into the... Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, into it. So, yeah, because David has no heart except for Snows. (laughs) All right, so let's get back to our daddy issues because this episode was full of them. Um, All right, so Liz, it seems like you... Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead and read your point. I'm kind of... <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Where I K, you know, the about okay. Ruffle. Yeah. Okay, so um, Robert, David's dad, they said his name was Robert early in the episode. Did um, they? Because I couldn't remember the name. Yeah, no, it was Robert. Um, so they... So in that scene between Rumpel and Robert, mm-hmm. um, I really loved that scene because it was just, you know... Once, once Robert was like, "I want to make amends with my son and tell him I'm sorry," uh-huh. you could see it in Rumpel's face that he he could relate because of Bellfire, you know. So, and and at the end of that scene, he's like, "Maybe one day we'll all be reunited with our sons mm-hmm. or something like that." I just thought that was a really touching scene, and it was nice to see Rumpel kind of not the beast, but more like a human side in that world at that time. You know right, what I mean? Right. I yes, I totally agree. That was actually probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite, scene of the episode. Um, I was when I was watching it for the second or third time. I was watching it with my girlfriend, and like every five minutes, I'd have to like pause the pause the uh, show and be like like when uh, Hook was talking to Archie, I I paused it and was like, okay, that's Jiminy Cricket, <laughs> and she just kind of looked at me all confused. <laughs> like, okay, so there was a story book, you know, and like I'd have to explain the whole, like there was an the whole plot, yeah, because like she hadn't, she that's hadn't a lot to explain. I was like, okay, years of story. well, that's what would happen. I'd have to like pause the episode, be like, okay, so there was an enchanted forest, and you know, Jiminy Cricket and Snow Pinocchio and everything. Okay, so he was a cricket, and then there was the cursed maid, and then, uh, you know. Uh, the the curse made everyone real people here in our realm, and then she kind of just looked at me even more confused, and then I was just like, "Oh God!" <laughs> yeah, six years of explaining uh, to someone who's you never got to get her to start watching it from the beginning. Yeah, I, I think she might. I think she might. But uh, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I I loved that scene. Um, 
just like Liz said, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, that's rumpled. I, I believe there was an interview recently where Adam and Eddie were saying that, like, uh, people keep forgetting how much, uh, how great of a father Rumpel is. Because regardless of, like, um, you know, of course, you know, he's gone, uh, unfortunately, down a lot of uh, wrong paths, you know, then justify the means type deal or whatnot. But, mm-hmm. like, ultimately, he's really, you know, isn't just doing this for power. He was, he's doing this for, you know, his family. And even to this end, he's finally kind of, like, take, taking a step back now and realized that he can help, you know, with this power. He can, you know, um, be a better man, be a better father. Or at least I hope he can at this point because how many times has he said that? <laughs> and unfortunately... Exactly. <laughs> but exactly. I mean, but, he seemed but, like a psychotic liar. <laughs> but, he, but in the end, time and time again, you know, you know, true, he's made bad, 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 horrible choices. But uh, he's done them for the right reasons, uh, for the most part, here and there. And I mean, he even at one point made the ultimate sacrifice in in you know sacrificing himself to kill his own father. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, I mean, twice you know, actually. Yeah, I mean, Rumple. You know, I don't know. Rumple's good inside. He has, he has his good moments. He has his good moments. He has his bad moments. It's you know. It's- but what I loved about that scene was the like the trickery, even in his like you know, like he had to manipulate that guy to give. You know, to help that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he. You know, like, you know, why would I help you? Oh, well, I'll take a hair off your head. What would you do with a hair off my head? Oh, it's you know, like I love what that. What do you think little... he needs the hair for? He did. I don't, that's what, that's I don't a, think he used it. I think he yeah, used it he, as, as it, and, that was the thing. Like yeah. he, he could, when the dude left, he like just looked at the hair and was like, uh, even the smallest things have the greatest magic, and he just threw it away and brushed threw his hands, away. and then, yeah, and then yeah, like he didn't. I think, he didn't need the hair. He was just mm-hmm. doing that to to put on a facade still. Like, he okay. couldn't let this guy go off thinking that he was helping him. Right, scot-free. still had no. to make it look like, you know, I'm getting something out of this deal. Why would I be helping you, you know? Mm-hmm. And not only that, I mean, like, I think uh, at, at that current state of Rumble, because there have been – because I think just as a whole, uh, Rumble still skin is like an onion. He's like in layers. <laughs> okay. So okay. I don't, wait, no, that's three works. That's, yeah, wait, that's, that's true. true. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's three right, works, because, Tony. Wait, you can use the same logic, though, because, I mean, you got to think about what type of rumple that was at that time. I think that was after Belle got their rumple. You know, like, she softened him up and said, hey, you know, you don't always have to be evil. You don't have to always be manipulative, help people, blah, blah, blah. So I think what he was looking for was well, why do you want to save your son? There must be some type of reason. Right. And, and that, for that's, him to get that reason, that was gave it. Him that was that exactly ticket. it. When, when, mm-hmm. when Rumple said, Oh, you finally grown a spine. Right. You finally grew, was, like, grew a spine. Right. That was where <laughs> it turned. That was where it turned. When, when, you know, mm-hmm. like Rumple took the boy in the first place because he was like, you're giving up your son. You're a rotten father. Why would you, you know, 
He's like, you know, I took on this evil dark power to try to save my son, and you just on the whim of some evil guy coming into your place are going to, you know, give up hope on your two sons. You know, that's, you know, like Smart I could, you know, like he, <laughs> he lost respect for this guy, you know what I'm saying? For, mm-hmm. for going through with the deal. But then mm-hmm. years later, when the guy came back and said, I'm, I'm, I want to do anything for my son, I traveled to the evil one's castle with nothing in, in tow and nothing to offer. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that was, you know, he, came like, a man. he may have not had anything to, to offer, but he came as a, as a father, as a, exactly, as a, exactly. And, uh, and Rumpel recognized that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, because then Rumble has been through the same thing, you know, sure. Exactly. Sure enough, he killed, he killed a guy for, you know, the dark one's powers just because he thought that, Hey, I could use these powers for whatever I want. And I can also to use them to save my son. Right. I'm, I'm going to be a, you know, an, an, a, a evil person throughout, you know, time. And, but he seems like he was going through, you know, hell and back to get his, his son back, you know, whatever means necessary. And that's basically what um, David and James's father was going through, minus the magic. Right, right. So basically, for uh, it seems to me like for the past half hour or so, we've been like heaping praise on this episode because I think that we all more or less really like this episode. Um, but the, there are, there are a few things that I had issue with. One of them being that it seemed to me like there was just like no reason for what happened during the episode. Um, like, or at least no reason given during the episode. Uh, okay. So basically the main plot of the episode is that David is being haunted by his father's ghost and there's no real, um, catalyst for that. It just starts happening. And then mm-hmm. through the course of the episode, we're not given any reason as to why it's happening. It just is. Or how. Yeah. It just happens. Yeah. Like, you know, usually, like, you know, look at, like, um, uh, what, Merida with her with her father? Mm-hmm. You know, like, and, um, you know, just, you know, you can't just, a guy from the dead can't just come back. There has to right. be some, some spell there has to be some, you know, outside force making this happen, mm-hmm. and or, or at least the um, past history of the show would lead you to believe that, you know, there has to be some sort of outside force making this happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm not Somebody even must saying be clamoring as him, maybe. I don't. I don't think. I don't think. I mean, I. I okay. Just the only person in the town who knows what you know his what David's father looked like would be Hook. Uh, no, I don't think Hook. That's the thing. I don't think you know. We're touching upon something we'll go on later. I don't think Hook knew what David's father looked like until he saw that picture that that Pinocchio gave that August gave him. Exactly, I'm with Bobby on that. He wants you know, like he he knew that he had you know killed people in the past, but he's killed. He's a pirate. He killed or had people killed plenty of people in the in the past. So he you know he didn't you know. He he wasn't lying to anyone up to that point, mm-hmm. you know. Until he saw that picture and looked down and saw David's father talking to Pinocchio, he's like, "Oh shit, I remember that guy." Oh crap, I remember that guy. <laughs> Everybody gets a pass, Bobby. Everybody gets a pass. Everybody gets yep. a pass. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think we need a bleep for this show. Beep. <laughs> that was it. Beep. Shoot. Everybody okay. gets one, Bobby. All right. All right. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Um, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, 
But now I totally forgot what I was saying. <laughs> um, okay, okay. So, so yeah, why it just like I I don't think it was a glamour or anything like that. I do think it was his father's ghost. I just don't. I just wish they had given us some sort of reason in the episode. And maybe, maybe that maybe there was um, a scene cut for time. I don't know. I just I think know, it was a deleted scene. I just know in what we. I just know in what we've seen. You know, we were never really given a reason. And then beyond that, um, why did Rumple have David's coin in the first place in the pawn shop? Because that's how that's how David got the coin, right? He went to Rumple and got it. No, the evil queen I thought, I thought, I thought got it from Rumple and gave okay, it to well, David. But regardless, it was it was. It was at Rumble. Yes, it was. It was at the pawn shop. Um, So throughout time, he's always acquired items. So right, but I just don't understand because, like, that coin would have been around that dude's wrist at the bottom of a of a ravine. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they didn't tie that up, did they? Yeah, I mean, again, he had it in his hand. So I mean, evidently. Rumple would have had to find the body and say, oh, here, I'm going to take this for later use. The, the, well, the only thing, the only thing I could see, you know, it happening is that, like, he uh, came across the body and, like, realized what had happened and then kept the coin out of, like, uh, respect, you know, kind of just, like, I don't know how to, how to else to word what I'm saying. Um, you know, like maybe he um, kept it for later use, or maybe he no, said, like, hey, I'm going to need this later. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, you, you still, you, you still, like, you still got to think that Rumple is evil, and you know, in, in in some ways, one or another, and yeah. But see, I like to think that, like, it, if he did come across the body and found the coin, like, it, if that was the situation that happened, I like to think that, like, he kept the coin out of uh, some sort of just like uh, token. Of, you know, like, you know, like he was out of any little bit of empathy he did have. Because like we mentioned before, if any, if he was going to show any sort of empathy, it would be, you know, towards someone, a father losing his son, you know, that type of situation. And so maybe he kept that little token, you know, co- coin as just kind of a token to remember, you know, what, what it's all about. Like. Yeah, what it's all about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, m- m- most definitely, I liked it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I believe we already mentioned the kiss between uh, Regina and Robin, um, uh, but just uh-huh. uh, Hook and David turn their bodies. Uh, who is that, Liz? <laughs> That's me. Liz, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was funny too. Yeah, when they turn their bodies counterclockwise, you're like, should we turn the potion around or our bodies around? And and, and then they they turn their bodies around. That was hilarious. They just looked at each other and, you know. Yeah, that ought to work. <laughs> All right, cool. It, that was funny. But what I, I was like funny. the, I, but, but I like the, yeah. If uh, if one of us, if if we get turns into the raccoons, it's going to be hard to drive that truck out there. David did exactly. not want that funny. <laughs> no, he didn't, because I don't think he wanted to be turned into an animal. <laughs> Has it? Yeah, I thought before? it was hilarious too. Um, him turning into an animal? I don't think so. No, I don't think nobody on, on this show has been turned it. No, sorry, my bad. Smee, rat. <laughs> well, Regina's a snake, or the evil queen, anyway. The, the, the evil queen's a snake, but no, nah, it's never happened to him as a person. <laughs> okay. Though. And All I don't right. think he wanted to find out. Oh, uh, let's see. Okay. 
for oh uh, uh, I'm sorry, Tony. What, uh, oh, sorry. We're um, on. We're on. Uh, for what, Killian? You know what? I think. I think where we are in the show. Um, want to put that oh, somewhere we else? Talked, okay. No, we didn't. We didn't talk about it, but um, it's. It feels like it's out of place at the moment because we're not talking about that part yet with the uh, kink at the moment. So well, we'll come back. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, basically, it looks like we are talking about. Um, I don't know. Let's talk about Pleasure Island. Sorry, I got okay. we got our our notes are a bit jumbled up tonight. Jumbled up <laughs> and everything. Let's, let's, I mean, we, we're doing yeah. good, I think, until now, honestly. But yeah, let's, let's I'm sorry, start. that was hey, my fault. No, no, it's not your fault. We have there's a lot of notes on this week's episode because there was a lot going on in this week's episode. I we almost ran out of letters of the alphabet. So yeah, <laughs> almost. <laughs> yeah, so, we almost did. <laughs> I'll give us a pass on that one, but uh, mm-hmm. but so well, I did want to go back and explain it so, though. Fine. When we're actually yeah, yeah, talking you're, fine, you're fine. But for now, I want to go ahead and bring up Pleasure Island. Um, it wasn't any place I thought we'd ever see. Quite honestly, yeah, me neither. Sure. But I thought once once Rumpel handed. Robert the ticket. I'm like, oh, they're going to Pleasure Island. I just knew it. I, I there wasn't really much of an indicator except it, uh, the ticket just reminded me. I haven't seen the movie Pinocchio in years. Mm-hmm. It's been a I really long time since I've seen that. It's been years since I've seen it. So when I saw the ticket, that was the first thing I thought. Oh, Pleasure Island. Plus in the in the um in the show opener, they had a Ferris wheel. So uh-huh. I just connected the dots right away, and I was like, oh, Pleasure Island, and then it was. I had a bit of mixed feelings. What did you think about Pleasure Island, Tony? Um, I like the scene. I mean, true enough, again, it's one of those things that, okay, well, why didn't we have this earlier? But I see why it was saved. But okay. um, as far as visiting the world, I immediately loved it. As soon as, as soon as we saw it, it's like, oh, my God, Pleasure Island, Pinocchio's past, what's going to happen? And then for the fact that, you know, he met, he met David and uh, James's father at the time, you know, it kind of really shows, you know, the age of how old, you know, uh, Pinocchio actually is. I mean, but... Yeah, some of those timeline things don't quite jive, to be honest with you. Exactly. Which is like, wait a minute. Okay. How long did he stay on, how long did Pinocchio stay on Pleasure Island if, Mm -hmm. if he was a boy while this kid, you know, like James was, or James and David were, um, yeah, kids at that time when he was talking to, they were six. Okay. So, and Pinocchio's on Pleasure Island at six. But yet he's a small boy, you know, at the age of 10 or 13 uh, mm-hmm. when Emma is born. Mm-hmm. But see, that's the thing. I think how um, they keep mentioning on how certain realms and certain places, time runs differently. Maybe time yeah. runs differently on Pressure Island. You know, they just keep having fun and don't keep track of time. This is why there's nobody tells them what to do or whatever you know it's kind of taking the place of well not kind of taking the place of but it's kind of it's kind of just like um neverland i don't know how time flows there but they share the same qualities like they look for independence they don't want to you know do things their parents say to do maybe time was different there I I really liked the look of Pleasure Island. Uh, it almost looked like uh, Tim Burton's Batman Returns. With, <laughs> with, uh, I mean, I was getting that kind of vibe with the way the some of the makeup on some of the like carny people and stuff like that. Um, 
the, the, I get kind oh, of a dark vibe. <laughs> what, what I didn't like about it, though, is that, okay, uh, from the way the map was set up and everything, or, you know, how he had to use that coin on the map to find where this is where the island is or whatever. Um, so that means that Pleasure Island is in the same realm as Enchanted Forest. Yeah. Gotta be. Okay. Able to find it on the map. Well, then why do they have like running, like, you know, they have like lights and electricity and. I don't, Ooh, it, it, that's a good question. I didn't even think of that. It just oh, like no. seemed out of place. Like, you know, it, it, like I said, I love the look of it, but mm. then like it just, like, how is this in the same realm as Avondale and. You know, Arendelle. 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 Hey, I, I was pretty close. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, what's the name of the? Oh, no, Mist, Mist Haven. That's Mist the one. Haven. I was. That's what Mist they call Haven. Enchanted Forest. But yeah, all of these are in the same realm. Um, Who so, knows? Maybe, maybe uh, with it being in the past, maybe you know, like um, even though they didn't share the uh, the reason as to why it was changed from Mist Haven to the Enchanted Forest. Maybe at that time, Pleasure Island was a part of it, and it got broken off. You know, it, or, it obviously or, has. Magic or maybe there. Pleasure Island discovered electricity before the rest of the Enchanted Forest. I hear you. It just it, like, <laughs> it, it just seemed that just it, seems like a go-to thing, Liz. It's it, it seemed more like something that belonged on like Once Upon a Time in Wonderland because mm-hmm. it wouldn't because be Wonderland it wouldn't be out of place in like Victorian England. Right, mm-hmm. but it but it would seemed way out of place in you know now again you know the the that realm exists out out of sight of time but if you were going to put some sort of time to it you would say you know middle ages you know of uh, of our time you know what I'm saying like uh, King Arthur you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it had to be some type of modern because, like you know, like like we just said, it had electricity, so maybe. Maybe it might have been old, but not necessarily too old. You know, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, I, unfortunately, it's it's probably just a stupid gripe I'm having because I'm sure it's not anything that means anything. I'm sure the writers weren't even thinking about that at the time. They just thought, oh, this would look it, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, pleasure right. Why not? Right. That's exactly. why I was like wondering. Back back when we were actually talking about what um you know back on in the first season when they introduced um uh Pinocchio for the first time when they were going into Monstro and it was Geppetto and Pinocchio there right. that had to be a continuation from that story, right? Exactly. Because, yeah. uh, so I mean, like to to bring it back all the way back from season one to turn it all the way back and say, okay, well, hey, you guys, there's a missing part before Geppetto. And Pinocchio were out at sea trying to escape from Monstro. This happened beforehand, but it was never, you know, again, touched upon because it wasn't important at that time. Uh, Maybe it was around that time. For as many plot holes, uh, something I didn't put in these notes that you're making me think of, for as many plot holes as this show tries to patch up, um, they did a Mm -hmm. fairly decent job on this episode of, um, okay, Seasons ago, we saw August take pages from the storybook uh, mm-hmm. and, and kind of just never touched upon it again. Yeah. And never knew why. I mean, we saw that scene of him, like, hanging, the, you know, like, changing. I guess he had changed pages or whatever. But, like, again, it was just kind of never touched upon again. But now, finally, we learn why is that, you know, he was ashamed of his part in that story and wanted to change it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, uh, there was another part to that too, but I just feel like they did a good job of using that part of like past history of this show to add to you know what's going on in this season. Uh, I feel like they're starting to tie the loose ends from previous seasons, like they're wrapping up the show a little bit. Uh, I think so too. I mean, you know, to to continue that story again, you know, because that plot, you know, as of Pinocchio being a little boy, was back in season one or All season right. two. I'm not sure. It's whatever. I, I think it was season one. I'm not sure, but you know, I, I believe I believe that theory, uh, Liz, because it seems like they are tying up. You know, if not most of the loose ends, some of the uh, loose ends that uh, they thought about five years ago. That happened. Right, right. All right, so it looks like we are uh, just about the end of our notes. Uh, you had mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, it looks like, uh, Liz, you mentioned something about uh, David. Yeah, um, if um, I was just, I realized as I was watching the show over again that if Robert would have taken James home and not to the king, this, this could have all been avoided. He would still be alive. I mean, then there'd be no plot or whatever, but. I, I mean, it would have been a nicer story. <laughs> what do you What do you mean by not to the king? Well, because he was on the with the shipyard or whatever, and the king was there. I thought because his home is his home is nowhere near a shipyard, you know. So why well, was he? They were on Pleasure Island still. Oh, okay. So they so he was, he was getting he, he was, was getting the, on he was coming back from Pleasure Island, and the king was there. Okay, right. The mind. king was coming Never to Pleasure mind. Island. <laughs> My point is, you, which, you know what? To be honest with you, I actually want to add to that. I mean, like, what made him go to the docks and wait? What I what I found what I found weird about that scene. I mean, it okay. Out of all the times, like it, it just <laughs> how coincidental and screwed up for this guy that, like, okay, I I finally found this kid. He wants to come home with me. I'm about to take him to this forest where this king will never see him again because he doesn't know where he came from to begin with. Um, and then, <laughs> um, like, um, and then, da- and then the king's coming to the docks that that guy's leaving off of. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't know. That I mean, I, that was just too coincidental. I mean, again, again, to be honest with you, I think it's one of those things that will be in the deleted scenes. Maybe somebody informed the king saying, hey, there's a bunch of kids coming off from the dock or, hey, there's something coming from the docks. Maybe you should go check it out. You know, maybe it's something as simple as that, because to me, to be honest with you, it seems like most of the deleted scenes would have explained what would have happened in a certain. No, you're you're probably right. You're probably right. But it just like even. Even with those types of explanations, the coincidence, like even if the king had been told, you know, this is exactly where this kid is at, like mm, for him to him. pop up at the moment that that the guy is leaving the docks with the, with the, uh, with the kid, it mm-hmm. just, you know, like I said, I mean, writing, you, can, you have to tell the story in an hour, you know, so I understand why they did it. It was just mm-hmm. like way too coincidental to me. Exactly. Um, but uh, let's touch upon the point you wanted to touch upon before uh, uh, before we totally end this conversation, Tony. You wanted to say something about uh, David and Hook before? Yeah. So basically, um, 
while in dealing with the king and uh, knowing what what he you know what he knew at that moment that the reason why as 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 to why um him him and his brother you know weren't you know they didn't grow, you know grow up together and get to know each other and things like that you know Killian I believe made a great decision to say hey vengeance is not the way you want to go and you should know this you know heroes don't kill and that's basically what Regina said back in season three you know three B heroes don't kill and that's basically what David was about to do. He was about to, you know, make an unhero-like decision, uh-huh. and for him to stop, you know, and uh, for for Killian to stop David from making that big mistake of of killing King George at that moment after he figured out what, you know, what happened in between his father having uh, his his father ordered to be killed, and to and for Killian to stop David from, you know, from doing it, I believe that's that's the biggest influence. The, huge influence you know that uh, it had on uh, David's answer when when Hook kindly asked him hey can I have your daughter's hand in marriage you know I mean I think that's the thing that turned it around maybe it would have been something else but it seemed like it was you know the uh, perfect you know opportunity to take a chance to say hey you did something for me now I can do something for you right right uh okay uh, I don't know. I, I kind I see exactly what you're saying. I mean, uh, like I said, we, before, I mean, we've been building this relationship for like the past few seasons, it seems like. And so it was just, uh, um, it was, like I said, it was really cool to see them come together in this episode. And, uh, it just really sucked that at the end of the episode that they had to, to, uh, even though it hasn't, been, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it hasn't been, uh, shown, you know, the, except to us, obviously, but, um, you know, it just sucks that they had to, I don't know. How do you think? Okay. While, while we're just touching on this, how do you think they're going, how do you think, uh, basically going into my point in the end, we're left wondering, do you think Hook's going to come clean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, long, uh, uh, how long do you think? I mean, do you think he's going to? Oh, I think he'll come clean eventually. But do you no. think it's going to happen yeah. like now? Or do you think, you know, later. Do you think he will try to hide it some, you know, before he realizes that he can't hide it or shouldn't hide it. I, I think. I think I, he's going to do it later. Right. Yeah. I think. I think from what we've learned. I mean he might do it later but then again i think from what we've learned from what the characters have grown to learn is that keeping a secret uh and storing it for later like it's an item it's pretty bad i mean you know hey guess what babe i'm pregnant oh good congratulations hey guess what i killed your grandfather in a past life right sorry (laughs) you know i really hope sooner than later because keeping secrets like that it's not going to go well. Well, that's a, so exactly. So, how do you think David will react when he get, when Hook finally tells him? David's going to be really. I have better words than from what I'm going to say, but he's just going to be very, very, very angry, <laughs> very angry. Hey, oh, yeah. I killed your father. Thanks for letting me have your daughter's hand in marriage, though. <laughs> well, obviously, obviously, David's going to think that like Hook's been hiding this this whole time. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, so, from since 
they've met. Right. And so I wonder, like, like, okay, it'll probably come out that David will find, will learn of this from some other source and Which then, and then confront Hook about it and it will come out like that, you know, more than likely something along those lines. Mm-hmm. But in the end, at the end of the day, even though this has hit close to home, obviously for, for David and whatnot, um, mm. you know, they've all accepted Regina for, uh, you know, for her, you know, uh, redemption, e- even though she has, uh, um, she you know, had a hand in killing, uh, Snow's father. Right, exactly. But you don't, knowing her going at it. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, you know, while I do believe, yes, David will initially be hurt and feel betrayed. Um, you know, in the end, you know, obviously, uh, you know, uh, more than likely, you know, Hook and, Hook and Emma are going to end up together. So obviously David's, uh, going to, um, I mean, he already ex- said, you know, he accepts him and has given his hand in marriage. And, and, and to, to just touch on that for a second, I'm glad they pointed out how, like, weird and old fashioned that is and that this was ultimately Emma's decision to begin with. I um, think it's really cute and sweet though. Like no. I mean if someone wanted to if someone wanted to marry me, I would hope that they would ask my dad's permission too. I hear you. I, I it's all personal taste and I'm not saying anything against that at all. But mm-hmm. but I don't know. Just I'm I'm glad that at the very I'm glad he at least said, you know, they had that scene and it was cute. I will I will grant you that. But I'm glad at the very least, you know, Charming said, you know, of course, it's up to Emma. You know, just because you've asked me doesn't mean you're going to get to marry, you know. Yeah. You know? So, you know, I'm, I'm glad that they at least pointed that out. But um, yeah. also we need, like, hopefully, like I said, like we mentioned earlier in the episode, next week we'll finally get to learn what exactly Gideon's been up to and and what exactly Rumple and Bell will do to help or hinder the plans that Gideon might have. Um, mm-hmm. and, but in the end, what I, the ultimate question that I have is what was in the box? Exactly. We What's have in the box? It has to be some type of, I don't know, uh, some type of thing to help him along with, with Shorewood or, uh, I don't, he, I don't think he even knows. I think he just heard Regina say, he just wants to work it. He, she said, oh no, don't touch that. That's powerful. He said, oh yeah, it's powerful. Well, <laughs> you know what cool. I'm saying? That just exactly. makes me want to <laughs> exactly. I don't think he even knows what's in it or what it could do. He just took it because she said mm-hmm. it was powerful. Powerful. Mm-hmm. That looks. That seems to be like all we have to say about this week's episode. That leaves us just with this week's arbitrary scale of four hundred sixty-two pieces of the king's gold. Uh, Tony, what do you give this week's episode? I will definitely. Um, hmm. Out of 462 pieces of King's gold, I would give it a solid 400. Yeah. 400 pieces of uh, King's gold. Why? Um, it touched upon a you know a lot of a lot of things that we've been asking for six years. David's father. Um, uh, 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 let me see here. Uh, uh, God. David's father, um, Pinocchio's whereabouts, you know, and, and continuing some plot holes, you know, it really touched upon a lot of things. So that's the reason why I give it 400. Um, you know, it touched upon a lot of good questions that we've had over the past few years. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, Elizabeth, how, what do you give this week's episode? 
Um, I'm with Tony. I think a solid 400 is just, you know, right up there because it was a really great episode for everything that Tony just said. And I, um, I've been waiting for a, a hook proposal for a while. Not that he's proposed yet or anything, but I'm really looking forward to it. And it's just one step closer for that relationship. And I'm just, I'm giddy with joy. I really am. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just hope it goes well. Yeah. Okay. And for me, um, I think I'll give it somewhere in the neighborhood of 445. Um, which I, well, I think. Well, stop the presses. I, like I said, I, I really like this episode. There was a lot of plot points that, that like, I mean, at this point, though, we we can't be. You got to look at the show for what it is. You got to understand that those plot points are there, but for the most part, or plot holes rather. But for the most part, I think they did a great job. Like I said earlier, of of using past plot holes and trying to patch them up a little bit, and actually mm-hmm. using that to further the story that they're telling. Uh, they they had an awesome story in the episode. They used a lot of characters. Uh, you know, we saw Zelina, we saw August, we saw Archie, you know, albeit for just a moment, but we saw them. Um, you know, I, I don't know. There, there was a lot to like about this episode. The, o- mm. the only things I really didn't care for is, like I said, Pleasure Island felt a little out of place, even though I really did like the look of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, I, I really wish that at the very least we could have touched a little bit about upon like where where Gideon is at the moment and what's going on with Rumpel and Bell. That being said, I just really enjoyed this episode. Um, you know, like you both have said, they're going a long way towards towards filling up some uh, serious questions that fans have had over the past few seasons. That being said, you know, like I said, 445 out of 462. That's a great explanation. Okay. Um, before you go, Elizabeth, I see I see you, uh, you need to head out. I do want, have one thing to mention. Uh uh, I just want to ask how you guys feel about the news of like what may be happening with season seven if and if there is one. Have you guys been reading at all about that? Um, I have. Um, you go ahead, listen. Well, I know that uh, is it spoiler related. Probably, mm-hmm. I didn't even look. Probably at that so. I mean, basically, uh, basically they've. Um, They've hired they've they've uh, hired two actors for like the last episode or two of the season. Uh, that will be uh, the one they've uh, described. And no, no, forgive me, I'm going off memory. I don't have the notes in front of me or anything like that. But one they describe as like a a, a male in his like twenties to thir- or late twenties, early thirties that uh, used to be optimistic, but is now uh, not so much. Uh, used um, and then they uh, another one. Uh, the other one is like a, a young girl, that um, uh, a young precocious girl. Uh, again, I'm sorry, I can't remember the rest of the description. But a lot it of the, <laughs> a lot of the speculation is that the older, formerly optimistic character is Henry grown up, and that this oh. girl may be his daughter or something along those lines. Now again, this is all speculation, but the the thing is that there uh, the the theory or uh, pretty much what it looks like is happening is that um, 
if there is a season seven, uh, it looks that they've already talked. I uh, believe the four people they're talking to are uh, Jennifer Morrison, uh, Colin O'Donohue, um, Lana Perea. Yes, and I can't remember Robert Car- Carlyle, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but they but you know obviously omitted from that list is uh, um, J- Jared Gilmore. Uh, uh, Josh Dallas, uh, Jennifer Goodwin, um, you know, and the rest. But I mean, those obviously are the the main. And um, Emil Ravine is that her name? Deriven, whoever. Emily uh, Deriven. Thank you. Thank you. Emily Deriven. Um, but anyway, you know, and obviously the rest as well. But uh, it's those are the only four names that have have you know leaked out that the that they're in negotiations with to come back. So it would seem like there would be some sort of curse again in another time jump to where those four characters are sent to a future where something happened, where Henry, you know, uh, is a grown man, is a grown man. And, you know, has, has lost his optimism, uh, you know, uh, and I guess maybe this little precocious girl is trying to make him believe, uh, you know, again, this is, Pretty much what Adam and Eddie have said, you know, straight out is that, um, and and uh, other um, studio executives as well from ABC, that uh, this is going to be the end of the of a story, the story, whatever you know, how you guys were saying before that they're tying up loose ends. That this mm-hmm. is going to, you know, regardless of whether there is another season or not, we're going to come to the end of the story. You know, uh, you know that's why we as have. We know it. Yeah, the final battle, part one, final battle, part two. Um, it's going to be kind of like a what they would call it as a big reset, right? Exactly, not yeah. reboot, not re. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You it's you asked a- for my opinion, and I, I, I'm not sure that I really like this whole reboot idea or reset idea, whatever you want to call it. I'm not sure I really like it, but I'm a loyal person to a fault, so <laughs> I will stick. I, I will stick to the show like glue, and I whatever happens in season seven, if there is a season seven, I will give it a chance. Right. I will watch it. Whether or not I'll stick with it, I don't know, but I will give it a chance. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it. I mean, at the very least, at least, uh, at least they're trying to take it in a different direction. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and. I like you can't said, I, for a different direction. I, I definitely would be interested in watching it, but I mean, it, it would be a shame to lose, uh, in my opinion, Jared Gilmore in particular. But uh, and to be honest with you, what has he been doing in the past few episodes? Even yeah, not not. I, I, I think the Why? last time we saw Jared Gilmore was when he was was when he was a knight in the in the Wish Realm. Yep, that that was it. Actually, I have not seen him ever since then. I, I honestly need to go, guys. I'm really sorry. Not a problem. No I just wanted to All get right. your. I just wanted to get your thoughts. Thanks. Thank you very much, Liz. All right. Have Thank a good night. Yep. See you next week. Later. Bye. All right, Tony. So let's try to to uh, gather up. Did you get the news together this week, or was it Liz? Uh, it was Liz, but I gave her a couple of more links to um to uh, touch upon because actually one of them talks about next week. The other uh. I believe is mentioning um, a flashback about Rumpel. 
Okay, so first of all, we have the ratings. Uh, looks like this week got a point nine uh, out of three. I, I really don't know how she reads those. Ra- uh, how she reads the ratings, I don't know, but I know for a fact that I've heard that the ratings are rather low right now, mm-hmm. uh, which of course is leading to the speculation that this will just be the end of the show and not just the season, and you know, not just the uh, you know, not a re- I don't know. I could see ABC keeping it around just simply for the fact of it's, you know, even though it's not a Disney show, it, it they've kind of more or less turned it into a Disney show. So, yeah, exactly. um, like I could see them keeping it around for that synergy. Um, mm-hmm. but at the, but you know, they're not going to spend a bunch of money on a show that isn't getting a good ratings, you know, exactly. ergo, ergo the fact that they've only got, you know, negotiations out to four of the characters. Four I of mean, the characters. yeah. Right, but uh, I think I think to be honest with you, I mean, it, they may be holding off and just asking, you know, as uh, as of right now, that's who they're talking to, basically. I believe, you know, I've, yeah, you know, I hear like, you. Jared may want to do something different. Who knows? Everybody else may have different plans. I know for a fact that I read something uh, a little bit ago um, about uh, Jennifer Goodwin and Josh Dallas. Seeing as how they're still brand new parents, they've gotten. They they have uh, had another kid, got married, things like that. They were taking season six as this being their last, right? And so that I'm could with. that that could be them, you know, making that decision as well. Mm-hmm. They they you know the producers they they could have already told the producers, you know, don't get don't uh don't put us in yeah or... don't don't offer us and you know don't bring us in for contract negotiations because you know we're out mm-hmm. you know we're out. Peace. <laughs> I, hope, I hope if that's the case if that's the case if they're not going to be in the big reset in season seven if there is a season seven don't kill them they don't need to die no right? no i don't think they'll kill them i'm sure that you know i don't know i mean they'll like, all come together and do something and go back to their channel somehow if anything happens what there'll be like we said there'll be some sort of reset that mm-hmm. will then, um, you know, like we'll just open or the last uh, scene of the of the season will be like, you know, this person who is a, or Emma and those other three people confronting this person who is an older Henry, and then he like looks at her and says, "Mom." Yeah, something like something that. Along those, yeah, you, see, you know what I'm saying? Something along those or, lines. Or they'll do what the uh, Merry Men did: go back to the Enchanted Forest, but as king and queen. David, you know, uh, David and Snow, maybe they'll go back to rebuild the Enchanted Forest and while everybody yeah. else stays in Storybrooke. But but I don't know. I could the I think part of the reason that we don't see, you know, that that we're primarily in present day Storybrooke is, you know, costumes and sets can be rather expensive. Very expensive. Which is the reason why they've probably been deciding that, hey, we're gonna stay in Storybrooke for some time, you know, exactly. to get some money. Maybe we'll rack in some views, something like that, you know, who knows. But uh, anyway, so it looks like she's got that, uh, as far as spoiler alert, looks like the musical episode will be the episode where Emma and Hook get married, which is only going to be like the last episode before the like two-part finale, right? Isn't that what they've said? I believe so, uh, but I mean, like, if I wanted to be sure, I couldn't give you a straight answer right now, but we can um, look that up. And yeah, I'm, I'm more, I'm pretty year. sure they've said that, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know that that the musical episode will be the episode before the finale. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Uh, it looks like we have an article here saying that 
it, Regina, uh, uh, listen up, Regina. <laughs> Robin is not <laughs> to be trusted. Okay. So, uh, let's see. Do we have some sort of clip here? Let's see. Uh, it's becoming abundantly clear that the man Regina brought back with her from the witch realm is not her true love, Robin Hood. Sure, he may look identical. Oh, playing a clip. Playing a clip. What do we got here? I don't even... Oh, here we go. Okay, so it looks like... All right, so it looks like... Uh, I don't know. I mean, if we play clips, we'll get pulled down, won't we? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, like, um, I'm not sure we can expound upon what's going on in the article. <laughs> yeah, well, the article doesn't really mention much, and I didn't want to... Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, with him stealing a box, I wouldn't think to trust him a little bit, you know, by himself alone either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, basically, just like we've mentioned before, it just seems like, uh, you know, that now that he's stealing things from Regina's tomb, I, I don't think he had any, uh, um, intentions. yeah, to begin with when he came when he came here. I think he's just making the most, the best of a weird situation at this point. Same. You know, I think he's just, yeah, he's just still doing what he does, you know. Um, He's being Robin Robin Hood of Loxley. Right, 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 right. Um, But it does, I believe, it does say that look like we'll be getting Beowulf next next week. Spoiler alert. Mm. But anyway. Well, hey, this is our spoiler section. Yeah, but spoiler alert for me, too. I didn't know that. Wow. Anyway, so and, um, uh, I already have the other article open. If you okay, want great. Yeah, please go ahead. Okay, so um, listeners, for our our second uh, spoiler here, the uh, Once Upon a Time creators tease Hook's hero journey in a rumple flashback. So basically, to skim this whole article up, it says uh, it seems that um, that Hook has finally gone over that hurdle of of uh, asking. Um, uh, of asking David's permission for Emma's hand in marriage. That's great. But also just do a, you know, to, um, to bring everything together. Uh, he's, he's figured out that he's the one who killed, uh, David's father. So now, and, um, and uh, also the uh, past has come to bite him. So basically he's, he, he's going to have issues, of course, you know, as, uh, time, as time goes on. Right, right. Uh, and what's Rumpel's flashback? Uh, Rumpel's flash, uh, flashback. Let me see if I can turn to that. Uh, let me see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Give me a second. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Um, it is a flashback. Um, let me see here. It is a flashback between Rumpel, Stiltskin, and, oh, it's a flashback between uh, young Bellfire and uh, Rumpelstiltskin. Uh, uh, and Beowulf is Beowulf in there? Or? Let me see here. Uh, yes, his story intersects with uh, Rumpelstiltskin, as does everyone's story. Yeah, as does everyone's story who's paired with him. Right. <laughs> Let me see here. Jesus. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Let me see. Oh, and also, uh, there is a photo of Hook. And Tiger Lily as well. Uh, oh, okay, I see her. Boy, that's mm-hmm. pretty young Tiger Lily. Yeah, that's a very young Tiger Lily. So I was hoping for like maybe you know a later time, maybe. Right, right. So it, re- it looks like that's really all we have as far as uh, news this week. I mean, the big thing, like we you know kind of mentioned at the big at the beginning of the sport uh, news section, is that 
Uh, we're just waiting uh, on word as well as Adam and Eddie are. They say they're sitting by the phone waiting for producers to let them know if, or uh, waiting for the studio rather to let them know if they mm-hmm. will be continuing or not. Yeah, and I'm oh, sure that's oh, gonna. So. I hope that even though they've already started writing the last scripts, that um, you know, they they leave a little leeway for them to be able to you know uh, do what they have not to do. Right. Right, yeah, like not write. I mean, write stuff for the next season, but you but know, still end sudden, what's going on. You know, and, yeah, and exactly. I mean, again, touching upon what what uh, touching on Buffy again. I mean, that was the big thing they always were able to do is that uh, end the season uh, as if it could be the end of the series, but then still leave you know enough story, Time. you know, story yeah. to to come into the next season. So if it, com- if it comes back, but yeah, so if it comes back. But if it comes back, uh, I will definitely be watching. And I definitely we want to hear too. what you guys think. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have any viewer or uh, listener feedback any this week. Listener feedback. <laughs> but if you would like to let us know what you thought about this week's episode, what you thought about what you think about uh, – season seven going forward if there is one uh and and their ideas for it let us know at uh you can let us know at email greetings from storybrook at gmail.com you can hit us up on twitter at gf storybrook you can hit us up on our facebook at facebook.com slash greetings from storybrook uh and uh for now you can hit us up on the voicemail 424 Two seven four two three five two. That's four two four two seven four two three five two. And if you want to hit us up individually, you can always uh, reach me at Inevitable Hawk. And Tony, how do we get a hold of you? Uh, you guys can get a hold of me on Twitter at uh, Hoops Nine Hundred on Twitter. And uh, Liz, I believe, is uh, Liz or Queen Liz eighty seven. Is that right? I think something like that. I thought there was an underscore in there. There might be an underscore. Uh, her 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 Twitter handle's hard to. We can never figure out her Twitter. Uh, her her Twitter Twitter handle <laughs> at all. But hey, it's in there. Okay. And if you will bear with me for just a moment, I always have an issue bringing this up. But anyway, I guess that's going to be it. Uh, sorry for the late start this week. Uh, hopefully next week we will be back on schedule. So. You, uh, you can find us Mondays at nine o'clock. Um, usually at live.universebox.com. Uh, chat wasn't working this week. Hopefully we'll get things figured out before next week. And, uh, until then, greetings, greetings. from Storybrook. <laughs> And think.